your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A look at VGK's complete free agent list as the free agent window opens up in eight days. We'll take a look at the list. And, of course, that will be our main topic today on Lockdown Golden Knights. Hi, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thank you so much for making us your first lesson each and every day. Go to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe there, Lockdown Golden Knights. And on Twitter, you could find us at Lockdown VGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G., and we are brought to you today by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off of your first purchase. So, Chris, in total, VGK has 14 free agents overall. Half of those are on the NHL roster. Half are unrestricted, I believe, free agents. We have players that we know probably 90% won't return like a Jonathan Quick, a Phil Kessel, a Nolan Patrick, maybe. He might not return. And perhaps, (laughs) of course, uh, Teddy Bluger, um, probably a rental, won't return. But we're going to get into your rating system here momentarily. Uh, We have spoken ad nauseum about Barbashev, about Aiden Hill, um, and, of course, uh, their UFAs. And Brett Howden is pretty interesting, too, because he's an RFA The deadline for qualifying offers is the day, I believe, after the NHL draft. And so that's uh, when they're going to have to offer. Um, If not, he becomes an unrestricted free agent and he makes one point five million and the club must offer him at the minimum 100 percent of his contract. That's the way that goes. So you want to get into some sort of a rating system. Yeah, I mean, I think we can just kind of quickly go over the most notables and one being they're not that important to bring back and a 10 is, uh, you know, echelon level, Chris Condos, long story. But that's the uh, most important priority player that you really need to go with. Uh, We'll start, I guess, just really quickly. We don't need to beat it. It's a dead horse right now. Barbashev, he is the key free agents. Yeah. Yeah, I would say at least a 9-10. Again, money matters here. We're simply talking about what he brings to the team and how he was the missing link. We don't need to go much deeper than this. We agree. You agree. Everyone knows Barbashev is a priority. Will the money be there? Will he give Vegas a little discount? Will he factor the tax savings? You know, we got to squeeze every penny to have a shot at Barbashev. Uh, Going down the list here with the forwards, Pavel Dorofiev, he's an RFA. Obviously, you still have to get a deal done. You kind of described how that whole process can play out. Uh, Dorofiev is someone that I value as far as the upward trajectory goes. And, I mean, nine points, 18 games, seven goals down the stretch. He would have had a playoff role if it wasn't for everyone coming back to full health. So, Pavel Dorofiev, I'm going to put somewhere around like a six and a half, Tony. I think he's someone that will have a role next season, especially if we can't get Barbashev back. Uh, Dorofeyev uh, made $925,000 last year. And when I look at some of these uh, contracts, uh, Braden Pahal, seven fifty, they're all making more than Logan Thompson. 
which is kind of astounding and kind of hurts, you know, just based on it's all, it's all a league min. It's all a league minimum, basically. Yeah, his importance like moving forward. Uh, but Dorofeyev, I would have to say, I think he's going to be a key component in the future. I like his game. I like the way he finishes too. Yeah, and I would say at least a seven. I would say a seven out of ten. He gets inside. How many goals? I mean, his first goal went off his head. <laughs> well, of course, who got the assist? Oh, God, it's got to be Carlson. Of course, it was Carlson. Okay, go ahead. Run down the rest of your list. I'm just Um, Brett Howden also. I'm the other guy tonight. Brett Howden also restricted free agent. You can play anywhere up and down. It's I would say he's probably in the five, six range just because no disrespect, but there's other Brett Howden's out there. But he has his own line. He does have his own line. Yeah, I mean, he has the Brett Howden five, six. I think he's very important to this team again. Uh, when we were talking, we were speaking about the construction of this team and what other teams might steal. Um, you need those centers, you know, and if you can keep those four centers, um, at least for now, I think that that's going to be of utmost importance. And I'll put them at a seven. I'll put them at a seven out of that's ten fair. on the Gallic scale. I like it. I like it. Um, Teddy Bluger, we don't anticipate him coming back. Importance about a three. We have a very solid line four. Bluger can play up and down the lineup, but Bluger is best utilized in a lower role. And it's important noting that Bluger did draw in during the Edmonton series. And that's kind of when things really turned for the better for the Golden Knights in that series. So important to mention Bluger's role. I don't think we got to tear too deep into that. Phil Kessel. I mean, after listening to Jonathan March so, Kessel is not that we didn't know this already, but he's a good locker room, dude. He's liked... You know, if if Kessel wants to stay and hang in Vegas for the league minimum, fine, whatever. I'm I, cool. Um, if Kessel wants to stay in Vegas and think he's going to keep his Ironman streak going, I don't know about that. So, I mean, I would give Kessel maybe a three as well in the importance. But if it's if he's willing to hang out cheap and knows he's probably going to lose his Ironman streak, then by all means, I'll take him on the roster. We'll figure something out. Uh, that leaves. So, so what's his importance? What, what three, was the number? Three. Yeah, he's about a three, and he's a good locker room guy and just a fun guy, I guess, to be around. Yeah. And when they're not staring at his forehead, they actually have a good time with him. Uh, Braden Pahal is going to be the only real key defenseman, at least that's getting the NHL minutes right now. Uh, RFA, so, I mean, a deal of some sort probably gets done. He's buried on the depth chart, right? I mean, after six you know, you got Korzak, Hutton, Miramanov, if he's healthy. I think they all kind of draw above Pahal. But I like Pahal. I like the eye tests. Um, just watching him out there, he plays a physical game. Uh, I've watched him just go up to someone and slug him in the mouth in, in Henderson when things, you know, Too when duty calls. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he needs no, he to does. clean that up. He, he does. does. He does. And I'm sure being in the locker room with the VGK, that would get cleaned up. Uh, three importance, three, maybe four just to – develop him and have him help the silver knights so he's an rfa so again they would have to match his seven hundred fifty thousand uh contract um and then there's other players too um shea weber's out there obviously oh 10 gotta resign him definitely gotta resign him is he still was that last year or is it this year it was this year but now he's a coyote (laughs) what a trade that was blockbuster blockbuster trade yeah um, this this is gonna take us to the goalies, Tony. This is gonna take us. Let's let's start easier. Let's start. Uh, let's start with Brassois. What do you think? How how important is Brassois? And I know there's a continuation 
because if Aiden doesn't get brought back, but let's just talk Brossois without Aiden Hill. What's your importance? What do you think? Without Aiden Hill. So assuming that Hill moves on, which is probably about 80%, I think, chance now that he moves on, uh, Brossois then becomes very important and at least a seven and a half to an eight uh, because you're going to need the two goaltender system. And he did play well in spurts. I am just very, I said this last year at this time, I am just very concerned about the goaltenders. Oh, they're going to say this glove hand shoot high, but okay. Yeah, just shoot high too, shoot high at him. But he kind of covered up a lot in that area in that regard uh, this season. But I think he's going to be important, especially if they can't get Aiden Hill re-signed. So my issue with Brossois is his health. It's not his ability. Um, He had major issues that were addressed last season hip surgery right. thank you yeah um and 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 i remember remember the write-up so it wasn't just the hip so he was playing through a hip issue right and he did he went as long as he could but when he was favoring and doing you know things to basically take the pain away it caused other injuries and other things to happen to the point where the dude just couldn't go yeah. exactly his yeah. words exactly overcompensating mm. so now he suffers you know he suffers an injury right after that Dallas game, magnificent game where he had that overtime behind the back swat to Rob. I think it was a uh, Jason Robertson, if I'm not mistaken, but either way, it was one of the saves of the year as a lot of EGK goalies seem to light up that category. Um, and then he goes down in the playoffs. So I'm concerned about his health. Honestly, even with or without Aiden Hill in the picture, I would put him at a two of importance to bring back. Whoa. Because expect that. I don't view him as reliable. That's okay. All injuries aside, he's an eight. Bring him back. He's important. Okay. But his body's breaking down. You know, this is a business and VGK needs to find someone who's going to be able to get 35 starts and hope Logan Thompson bounces back for 45 starts. Right. And, and I don't know and, if either one of them can be real. Tony goaltending issues, goaltending controversy. It's off season in Vegas. <laughs> the carousel still spinning around, even though it's the off season, right? That thing never ends. And then of course you have the other guy, uh, Yuri Patera and uh, 800,000 Logan Thompson made less money than Yuri Patera. Yeah, seven, league minimum 766. Come on. Like I just, is there any way that they could renegotiate his, his contract if he's going to be, if Thompson is going to be the number one? And do you, okay, I'm going to ask you this matchup now. Uh, Patera versus Brossois. Who's more important in your estimation? Brossois because of the experience and all the games played. Um, Patera, I would not feel good if he was our number three goalie. Maybe if it's Logan, Aiden Hill, Patera, I can, that's a pill that I can maybe, you know, swallow with, with not too big of a cup of water. But if uh, Patera comes in as the backup, I'm going to need some applesauce to help that pill go down because it's going to be a real so, big jagged pill. Patera about a four. As far as, uh, yeah, I mean, I would put him a little bit higher because he's being developed right now, right? Right. Patera, he's not necessarily being developed to be the man. And I mean, with this system, Coach Cassidy though, himself said he's not the man. Like, Coach right. Cassidy literally said. He doesn't said, even know uh, his name. He doesn't right, what did he say? Name. He said the other guy and maybe the, that guy from Henderson. And so he's he's a guy. No disrespect. I mean, you know, Patera, great in the AHL. And he got two. He's undefeated in the AHL. So, hey, we got that going for us. But. 
if push comes to shove and he's relied, needs to be relied on to carry this team. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Jonathan Quick is still around. <laughs> okay. And then uh, just there's other names out there that we don't need to grade or anything. AHL players. Uh, yeah. Connor Corcoran, Maxime uh, Marischev. I like Marischev. Uh, Spencer Fu is a uh, UFA. Yeah. He's a lifetime um, AHL player. Cool, cool guy. But yeah. But I think we have them all covered. It's going to be an interesting time. And oh, yeah. of course, well, Aiden uh, Hill, we, saw... we, we haven't assessed Aiden Hill technically. Okay. Well, I just thought it was a fait accompli that he's gone. I think it's pretty fair. I mean, if I'm going to rate him. So again, taking money out of the equation, Tony, I'll give him an eight. Bring him back. Dude's great. We love him. Right. Give him an eight. Yeah. If money, which is going to be the issue, most likely he might he might give a little deal. I think there are some talks possibly happening, some rumblings about that. We'll see if it actually comes to fruition or not. But if it's anything that's greater than four million dollars, it's time to move on and trust McCrimmon and the scouts to find the next Aiden Hill for $2 million. Cause he's out there. He is out there. I don't know who it is. Maybe it's Tristan Jari. I don't know who it is, but the next Aiden Hill is out there. And I'll bet McCrimmon McPhee and the scouts already got a couple lined up. Do you think that in between doing the South beach rumba that Cassidy actually gave Aiden Hill finally some props? It hurt him. It pained him at the midpoint of this season and again, it, even into the second half of the season, it absolutely pained Cassidy to give Aiden Hill any sort of props. He would just, he'd play a great game, make unbelievable saves, come up with a win, and he would just go right over him, like consistently. And again, just though, one more save, just one more well, save. Just remember, though, too, okay, something that sticks out in my mind when Cassidy was hired, he talked about players paying their dues i can never forget that he talked about that they have to earn their way in the starting did. position right and so yes so that's a, again i think a true example where he just kind of poops on him like early on and then he finally earns the respect and now i think that he's a vital part of this team uh coming up next uh we have an issue that arose on thursday nhl teams <sighs> will not be wearing theme night jerseys moving forward, according to the commissioner, Gary Bettman, and the NHL Board of Governors on Thursday. We'll get into that slop when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. We want to tell you about bird dogs. They really make you look good. I actually wore my bird dog shorts out on the golf course this week. And yes, those divots are mine. Uh, Bird dogs stretch khaki Shorts are designed to fit even slimmer through the thigh, through the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look, which I can take anything, any sort of advantage possible. Uh, Bird dog shorts uh, do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made um, of this stiff, restricting cotton, and they are really good. And they fix the issue of, uh, again, being restricted sort of uh, by inventing this cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki. Uh, But it stretches so that you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL and enter the promo code locked on NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with each and every order. That's right, uh, birddogs.com slash lockdown NHL for the free Yeti style tumbler 
and you won't want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Hey, after today's show, please make sure to check out Lockdown's 2023 NHL Mock Draft Special. They have local hosts of the Lockdown NHL channel, and they've made their picks, including our guy, Chris Golick. And, of course, join the host, Gil Martin and uh, Hadi uh, Kalakechi, and make sure that they you watch them. They break down every selection over a three-day mock draft event. Find the episodes on Lockdown NHL or on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast, and make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. Chris, more controversy from the NHL. Really got to talk uh, about this. This is so dumb, but go ahead. It's I'm sorry. pretty silly, right? When it boils down to it. Um, so the NHL on Thursday announcing the elimination of special pregame warm-up jerseys, mostly due to players uh, again refusing to wear the pride jerseys, right? Um, and the in the past uh, season, it really uh, came to a head. Uh, teams like I think the Wild just kind of bypassed even doing it and. Gary Bettman said at the Board of Governors, they felt that these refusals uh, to wear these jerseys, especially during Pride Nights, caused distractions on the home front, right? So BGK players, they would wear these special jerseys. You're beating me to so, this, but go ahead. I was going to go ahead. I love it. I love what you're about to say. I love it. Okay, so Hockey Fights Cancer is a big one. Military Night, Pride uh, with the rainbow jerseys. Uh and then players would wear these jerseys, and then they would auction them off for either the Golden Knights Foundation or for local charities, right? Um, which I think is just tremendous. But I was trying to think, wh- what other occasions do they wear these uh, these special jerseys for? Nevada Day, do they still do something with Nevada Day? Yes, okay. uh, Chinese New Year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's kind of cold. Yeah. And there, cool there, there, there's more. There's I, I feel like, and I'm sorry, I don't have the the numbers in front of me, but I feel like there's let's call it, let's call it eight. Let's call it eight nights. Okay. I want to steal and, your thunder. I got something, but I'll let you go first. No, no. And I saw Steve Carp, uh, I guess, investigated it a little bit more thoroughly than we do on this show, okay. uh, and so he found out that they're still going to create these jerseys for the special nights and still auction those off, even though they're not going to wear them. But do you think that, do you feel that maybe teams that want to buy in and do this uh, can still do it? And then other teams that don't want to participate, just say no. I mean, listen to each team, their own, it's their business. I know the, and it's tough because I know all this stuff happening and listen, call it what it is. It's the situation with pride night, I think. Right. That's what I think got us into this spot. And you have some teams where a player would refuse to take warmups. I think it happened in Philadelphia. So they didn't let the player play for a night. You can argue. Uh, I've been, I've been Provorov. Okay. Yeah. You can argue fair foul or otherwise we're not going to argue that I want to be clear, but that's an argument that has been made. Um, And bottom line, I mean, there's not a bottom line to this, but I was going over in my head what I felt the VGK, what these jerseys went for on a nightly basis. And some jerseys go as high as three, four, five thousand dollars mm. So let's say they do 25 jerseys because pay- players not playing even do get jerseys for this as well. So let's make this simple. 25 jerseys. Let's say this thing hits $125,000 a night, which it probably goes over. 
it probably goes over 125,000 eight times a year. That's a million dollars. That's not going to be going to charity. Now, yes, they might continue to do the jerseys. They don't wear them in warmups, maybe chance will wear whatever. And the players might put them on for a photo op, you know, something like that. But there's something a little more special about having the jersey off of someone's back in warmups. And you're going to have an emotional connection and be willing to pay more money for this. And now that's not, not there. And, you know, it's unfortunate that the NHL lacks a spine, I guess. I don't know how else to say this. So I'm just going to shoot at the hip for a second here. The NHL lacks a spine to, you know, I mean, there's a couple teams that don't want to be involved in pride nights. And if that's their choice, fine. Like whatever. I don't, I don't agree with it, but if that's their choice, that's their choice. It's their business, whatever. Why are you, let's say there's six teams that have issues wearing the pride jerseys or even 10 teams. Like why can't the teams have the freedom to celebrate inclusion and all the other, and I I hate to say it like all the other things, like they're not as important, but all the other causes, everything else happening, like why can't that be a choice? It's a good cause going to so many things and this helps. And this is just one team, Tony, $1 million. Let's say the other teams do half what the Golden Knights do for these. We're talking about $15 million not being raised for local charities across the country. Just yeah. because we're scared of the of how our interpretation of Pride Night's going to be? I mean, maybe I'm wrong at saying it like that, but I feel pretty good that's a, a good chunk of this argument right now. Oh, it's a major uh, part of the argument. And <clears throat> Las Vegas, we have to add, is the most diverse community. I think on the planet. And so we're just open to everything. And I feel as though, you know, people are just, again, more open to inclusion and, and everything else. I think in this market, in this city, I really feel very comfortable about the way people go about their business on a daily basis. And uh, still, you could still do these nights. Uh, you could still have these causes and groups, but none of those pregame jerseys which i think is absolutely ridiculous as you, as you mentioned thing. that's the focal point that's what you yes. go for and it right it you looks cool like it looks it's a cool they've spectacle. done some really sick they've done some really yes. sick jerseys and there's usually they did the, camoufla- the camouflage right yeah, for, military, for the military yeah, exactly. yes i mean love some of that stuff yeah and i just don't understand it and you know parents how do you how do you talk to your kids about this now and this isn't just a, a pride situation yeah. it's everything else like why don't they do this anymore yeah, no, and I agree with you. And I think here we're we starting run, WTF early, Tony. Are we starting WTF early? Yeah, we're, right getting, now? It we're feels just like it, getting it? warmed up. We are. And again, uh, we talked about Provorov, uh, the Rangers scrapping Pride Night. The Wild didn't do a Pride Night last year. And here in Las Vegas, we'll continue to do these nights. But again, uh, I guess that those jerseys will be on sale nonetheless, and you'll be able to go and make a bid via auction here in Las Vegas. I just feel a lot of the times with some of these just stupid rules in the NHL and Dana White had a, yeah, it is a WTF. Dana White had a really good take about old men who have no idea. They're just not, they're tone deaf. And that's exactly what the board of governors. You, you, gave, you, gave, you gave the very PG of a very R rated perspective, but yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, Dana White knows a thing or two about building something from nothing, folks. So right. when, he's, when he makes a comment like this, they be, somebody better listen. listen. You should listen. Coming up hey, next. Joe's not going to listen. It is that time, Mr. Golic. It's time for I WTF. I already started, but okay. 
What the Friday. So we'll have a continuation of WTF. Don't go away right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to purchase tickets for any event in your local market. We had one of our followers utilize the Game Time app to get tickets for the CONCACAF soccer last weekend. And so that was really nice. Thanks I'm for sorry. that shout out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry they went to that. Oh, oh, yeah. So let's continue with this ad here, if we can. Nah. We'll get through it. Of course, uh, just browse through the Game Time app, and you'll find some really cool things uh, like flash deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event, including our comedy show. We're going on tour, Chris and I. And you get the images of your seats, the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and the job loss protection. That was kind of ugly out there. And the Mexican game. Uh, Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. So make sure that you check out the Game Time app today. Buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Snag the tickets without any stress at Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off of your first purchase. And, of course, that's really good. If your tickets are 80 bucks. take $20 off and go watch your favorite football. That's 60 so That's 60 That's $60. Terms apply again. Create an account. <laughs> And use the redeem code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off. We are back on Locked On Golden Knights. Oh, Tony we are. Carrasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas each and every day. And make sure that you check out the YouTube channel. So, what did you write about three or four articles this past week? Yeah, I was starting to write one a second ago too. It's uh, yeah. So we talked about. Uh... Just really quickly, we talked a little about the the Barbashev uh, situation, who can possibly replace. And we hit that on this show also. Obviously, we talked about Dorothea, uh, Paul Cotter possibly being the next one to step up. And maybe Barbashev comes back. I don't know. I hope so. Um, I had an article go up today kind of hitting the cap circumvention a little bit harder and diving into all of that. Uh, we got a little daily nugget that comes out every morning as well. Just kind of some little one hitters about what's happening around the league and stuff like that. And uh my next article for Friday is going to be uh, We the Ones. We the Ones. It's a WWE wrestling term. It's a, rest, it's a wrestling tag team. We the Ones. But Petrangelo, Jack Eichel are the ones. And we're going to talk about that. So there you go. Vegas right. Hockey Now. That's right. On Vegas Hockey Now. And, of course, we're reposting those on our Twitter, uh, Twitter handle. Our Twiddle. At, our Twiddle <laughs> D and Dumb uh, handle at Lockdown VGK. <laughs> Uh, so WTF, a lot of writing for Chris. Uh, WTF, I want to start off with, Fire. Uh, well, Jonathan Marshall, so this past week was, that was good comedy, talking about Phil Kessel, as you mentioned earlier. Um, what I have, you know, I kind of remembered um, when I was preparing for WTF was the Kessel speech right before game five. <laughs> if you guys lose game five and I have to fly to Florida, I'm going to be pissed. So funny. Like, hey, what did they think he was going to say? WTF. I, why would he be addressing the team anyway? Oh, there's some good shenanigans. I mean, listen, on a serious note, all kidding-ish kind of sort of aside for 10 seconds, Cassidy, or excuse me, Kessel, that's the guy. Forehead. Kessel has the respect of every person that walks in that locker room. He's a great teammate. Even when he wasn't playing, He's a great teammate. He's there supporting. You saw him in all the videos 
Looked like Caskey was trying to throw him out though once. You you pointed that out. I, I remember yeah. that. That was um, a funny video. It was, but you know, he's a good locker room guy. And I I get, you know, summing him to make a speech, but honestly, Cassie should have known that was coming. So I'm with you, Tony. I'm with you. I got another one from Fire uh, away. I got a couple our, after you. Okay. This is from one of our listeners, and it is at that underscore guy four four eight. Um I'd have a WTF about people complaining about cap circumventing. I always screw up that word and call it something else that I shouldn't. Uh, but I can't hear them over the replay of Wild Bill's speech. Hashtag WTF. That's a, that's a pretty effing good one, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, w- I was effing great. Not today on this show, but uh, back in the first year, I was effing great. Forgot the hip dry rating too, but we can't do that. Um, so Bruce Cassidy, this is kind of cute, Bruce. Um, if you recall during Bruce Cassidy's introductory press conference, when for whatever reason Kelly McCrimmon sat right next to him, just to remind so him weird. he's the boss. It was so very uncomfortable. Awkward. awkward. The question was asked, a great question about is the roster composition independent from the coach or you know, does your coach have a say in what happens in the offseason? McCrimmon, no, those are two pretty independent pieces, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he gave some long-winded answer and he gave a good perspective, but it, paraphrasing what he said, the roster is mine. You coach, I run the roster. It's all going to work out. It, it all did right? work out. But then Cassidy was asked in, I guess we'll call it the locker cleanout day. That never happened. But uh, last Friday, so a week ago today now, Cassidy was asked about, you know, the roster and if he does have any influence and, oh yeah, I imagine, you know, me and me and Kelly will have a conversation about this and yada, yada, yada. Bruce, no, just stop it. You get, this is McCrimmon's roster. And to be fair, McCrimmon has earned his stripes. So quick WTF uh, starting with Bruce Cassidy for thinking he has any influence on this roster because he doesn't. Second WTF, this is going to be quick. The AHL had game seven of the Calder Cup finals, went to overtime, exciting, exciting, so cool. But for the love of God, it was like, it, I was going to, I don't want to insult like a high school AV person because this was worse than what a high school AV person could have done. So picture the puck is at the blue line, a team's on the power play, the team is working the puck on the perimeter, trying to get a lane. The camera should have the back part of the blue line in the frame. The left side of the frame should be the goal, so you can see what's happening, all the puck movements. No, no, no. This cameraman wanted to make sure we had just inside the blue line and behind him in the red line, just in case the team on the penalty kill got a breakaway. The puck goes inside. No idea if it's a goal or not. It's only game seven of the Calder Cup final, whatever. And, like, the puck would go into the zone. Puck is down here. Camera is here. Puck is going here. Camera is still following, but you're not, like, it needs to be pointing at the puck. It's pointing over here. It was the... Most amateur thing ever. And AHL, by the way, AHL TV, folks, is a paid subscription. Mm, All right. Pay for me and Tony to talk about things before you pay for the AHL subscription because it is hot freaking garbage. WTF, whoever's in charge of that clown show. WTF, I'll guarantee you that the feed was much better than the feed from the plaza. The feed from the plaza was was so effing bad. And in the one channel, I don't know what channel I was watching. So I went to the parade. I got back home and the William Carlson speech was not edited. 
No, they didn't. They didn't bleep out anything. Oh, lucky you! I got the edited version. Although my kids are watching with me, so that's probably a good thing. That's probably a good thing. Uh, and so, WTF? That feed was talk about hot garbage. Fox was sound, pixelated. Seat channel thirteen was terrible. Out. Yeah, yeah. There was just my goodness. Come on, uh, no wonder why though we're still the fortieth market. Um, <laughs> WTF? More Marchy, man. Pretty awesome. Um, he said after. He was picked up in the 2017 draft. Um, of course, the previous year before coming here, he scored 30 goals. Um, he said he wanted to play in the top six. Okay, maybe this will turn out to be okay. Then I get a chance to shine. Um, and he said, we're going to have a crap team. Uh, we'll win 10 games all season. Our best guy was from Russia, Shipashov, and he never played in one game. Think about all that. And they still made it in the first season to the cup final, right? What a great story. And that guy uh, turned out to be trash. I mean, as far <laughs> as, you know, quick, I'll give you a quick WTF. I'll turn it back to you. Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. They beer, beer prices in 23-24 in T-Mobile Arena. Ouch. Okay. Hashtag WTF. What you said. Ticket prices will go up 15 to 20%. That's going to be my guess. I tweeted that out. So it depends. 15% minimum. So here's where being a season ticket holder is helpful. Um, it's fixed. There is a price elevator. Oh, just for, like the schedule? Fair Rick. enough. Exactly. There is a price elevator that the team outlines and they may not exceed. They can take it to that limit. But to be fair, Golden Knight season ticket holders were notified of their price increase February, I want to say the payment started rolling in February. So we're notified by December. So, you know, it's going to be, a, I mean, listen, Golden Knights season ticket holders in the lower bowl got got reamed. They got reamed last year. Any game they couldn't go to, they're getting crushed. So I'm happy that the people that do invest in the season tickets, they're going to make a little bit of it back next season because the Golden Knights will be raising prices, which will, you know, inflate the market a little bit in. To be fair, we're talking about a Stanley Cup champion. The market should go up a little bit. I mean, you tell me a market that doesn't go up when their team wins a championship, and I'll show you a team that's going to be out of business in 10 years. Okay, WTF. Yes. Um, I've got a couple, and then we have uh, – let's just do the – Yeah, uh, you, you, the, you you take it home. Go ahead. The Twitter. Okay, so we've got someone from Twitter. Uh, it is at LTS, a goalie. Uh, Lisa Stanley Cup champion, a goalie. Okay. Um Someone disowning the Knights because they drank and swore the celebration. One, oh, pretty sure. Fox rant. Go home. Yeah. Go home. Pretty sure hockey players swearing is one way to identify that they are actually hockey players. Good point. And number two, there is a whole version of hockey literally referred to as beer league. That's a good one right there. I really like that one. Uh, yeah, someone said that they were no longer going to support the Golden Knights because they were drunk and swearing at the victory celebration. I was more upset and angered at the television feed. Bill Foley, WTFs, plenty. Number one, Bill Foley now wants to get involved in the NBA. Why, you ask? Because Wes Edens is building a new arena course he's trying to lure the nba here to las vegas is there a, a, a tie with those two no they hate okay. each other they're the two billionaires oh, we talked we talked about this this is good yes yeah so wes edens uh was trying to lure an mls team here and uh his team was going to be called the villains after bill foley trademarked the team name 
the heroes. Different level. So they were heroes Different and level. villains back and forth. So now we get all this news about uh, Eden's building that brand new facility with an NBA style arena, Las Vegas Boulevard between Warm Springs and Blue Diamond Road. And now Foley last week uh, when they did their final media uh, meeting there, he starts talking about how now he wants to own an NBA team. Why? Why, you ask? Of course, he didn't want to bring an NBA team to T-Mobile Arena before, but now that Wes Edens has it, or he seems as though he's the odds-on favorite, now that that could happen, Foley will have the control. If he has to go up against the NBA, he could lose fans and can lose some of his market share and money. But now he could control when the NBA team would play here because they'll play on off nights when VGK is not playing. WTF. Billionaires, WTF. billionaires fight on a different level. WTF, a different I level. need to shave. I need to shave WTF, but keep going. Okay, I thought that that was your playoff beard. Uh, WTF, uh, Bill Foley, now that you're now that you're a media member, <laughs> it only makes sense that you'll have a playoff Zing. beard. Zing! Okay, Bill Foley. I'm not uh, Florida. Again, uh, Bill, please go ahead. And let's start the construction now and let's get some new sheets of ice in this city. Uh, I just, I can't believe his uh, entire narrative about he's going to build a place at the Henderson airport and in Centennial Hills, but he needs some support. We thank you all for tuning in, especially the everydayers. For my man, Chris Golick, we're out of here. I'm Tony Cardasco. The other guy we'll see again Monday right here on Locked On Golden Knights.